if I've posted the screenshot that I took of this particular movie that I watched in 2006. Now, before I really read to you out of the word of the Lord, I just want to say to you, I do not endorse you watching that movie. It's not a movie to watch. Um, it's not a good movie to watch at all. It's a lot of violence in and, and stuff like that. So I'm not endorsing, I'm not promoting that movie. But something about that movie that I've watched in 2006 really brought to my attention something that I need to minister this morning. And I will be reading to you Luke chapter 5, verse 1 to verse 8. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two subs standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which were Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and let your nets for a draught. And Simon answered and said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken Nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. I just want to pause there. Isn't it amazing that sometimes when the Lord tells us to do a particular thing, we said to the Lord, but we've been trying this over and over and over and over again. And it is not working. But one thing I like about Simon Peter, he said, at your word or at your command, we will let down the net. So you might have been facing in 2023 the same situation that you might have faced 2022 and 2021, but because the Lord says, just go a little bit out in the deep and let down the same strategy, the same way, but it's this time at His command. The same voice that spoke the world into existence is saying to you, try one more time the same one that said let there be light is saying to you launch out into the deep at his command and when they had thus done they enclosed the great multitude of fishes and their net break many a times when we look at the king james version the bible says jesus said to them let down your nets plural yeah, their net broke, singular. So Jesus said to them, make sure that you have enough equipment to get the catch. But they take one net and then still they needed more to help them. Many times the Lord says to us, walk by faith. Go and pray for that person that don't have a leg. Go and pray for that person that can't see. Go and pray for that person that can't speak. And what do we do when we move past them? We pray in, their, in our mind with them. And yet you would not know that God will still heal that person. But what Christ is saying to us, launch out your nets. When He gives you a command, take everything that is in your resources to do the will of God. Because you're going to need it. And they beckoned unto their partners. Which were in another ship. 
that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. But verse 8, verse 8, it touches me. And verse 8 links on to the theme that the Lord really wants me to minister this morning. When Simon saw it, verse 8, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. We need to understand something here. Everyone that saw Jesus coming were running to him. When John the Baptist said, This is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, people knew about him when John announced the coming of the Messiah. People were gathered around him. Look at verse 1. It says that the people were pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Everyone flocked to him. But Simon Peter says to the Lord, Go away from me. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. We're going to come to that later. Now, this, this morning I would really like to minister to you about the word departed. Departed. The departed. Now, the word departed means to go away, to leave, to turn aside, to deviate or to pass away. Now, I want to explain to you something about this movie that I've watched in 2006. So, it's a bit of a shamble because we know when Leonardo DiCaprio stars in a movie, it's always crazy. Titanic was crazy. Shutter Island was crazy. That thing where the guy dreams and then he wakes up, then he's not dreaming. I don't know what that movie's name is. It's also crazy. That the, the, the revenant is also crazy. He dies and he hides inside of a horse. So all the movies that Leonardo DiCaprio makes is just crazy. In this movie, The Departed, Leonardo DiCaprio is actually the good guy. And he gets recruited by the police to go deep undercover from a young age into the mafias. But at the same time that the police recruits him, the police recruits Mark Wahlberg. And the mafia gets Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg joins the police. While Leonardo DiCaprio is a police officer, he joins the mafia. And so the two lives that is depicted here, they are both deep undercover. No one knows about it. There's one captain in the police that knows about the identity of Leonardo DiCaprio. There's one mafia boss that knows the identity of Mark Wahlberg, and that is Jack Nicholson. So now the stories are similar. So what happens? Mark Wahlberg becomes the investigating officer of the mafia. But he is a mafia. So the cases that he closed is the cases that the mafia wants him to solve, which is their enemies. So now they, their lives run similar to one another. So in this period of time, the two of them meets this lady and they both fall in love with her. The mafia that's undercover and the policeman that's undercover. They fall in love with this lady. And as they fall in love with this lady, she reiterates to them, no, but I saw a patient that is also deep undercover. And now when they heard those stories, they try to figure out who is the spy in the camp. The reason why this movie is called The Departed, because all of the main characters die. All of them. Leonardo dies. Mark Wahlberg dies. The captain dies. The mafia boss dies. And what I saw in this movie, there are people that are actually dead, but they are chasing the kingdom of this world. 
They try everything in their power to gain success. But they are actually in a state of death. They are the departed. The whole movie is a mixed match of identities. So in the end of the movie, they finally see each other. And when Mark Wahlberg sees Leonardo DiCaprio, he says to himself, it makes sense. I saw your clothes in a washing machine. It all makes sense now. So now they are chasing one another. Unfortunately, because the captain passes away, no one knew about the identity of Leonardo DiCaprio, which was the good guy, but he's actually a mafia. He's the good guy, but he's, he's dressed as a mafia. So Mark Wahlberg, which is the bad guy, kills the good guy. And then he gets an award from the mayor. The bad guy gets an award from the mayor. This is the most decorated policeman you can get. And they ask him, what do you want? And he only wanted one thing. He wanted the apartment that belonged to the person that he killed. And as he moved into that apartment, all the evidence was there. He destroyed all the evidence. And there was a ring on his door. And as he opened up that door, the only thing he faced was a bullet. He chased his whole life to win this whole world. But his soul was perishing. He was alive, but internally he was labeled the departed. When we are led by the Spirit, we are sons of God. We belong to Him because the Spirit bears witness that we are children of God. Many a times we are so deep undercover in this world that some people do not even know that we are believers because we speak like them. We watch what they watch. We listen what they listen to. We do what they do. We stand at parties that they are standing at. And some men would say to me, yeah, but I'm standing there with a non-alcoholic beer. There's 0% alcohol. It shows what you depict. What is your motive for doing that? To be part of them or to stand out for the Lord? Many a times, we come to service, we pray, we worship, but we never ask ourselves this pertinent question. Why are you a Christian? Why are you a believer? Romans 8 verse 13 says, For if we live after the flesh, you shall die. But if through the Spirit you do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. Now I'm going to explain this to you. The Bible says if you live according to the flesh, you will be called the departed. But when you kill the deeds of the flesh through the spirit, mortify the deeds, then you will love. It means the one is a state of being, the other one is actions that we apply to kill the deeds of or the works of the flesh. Mortify basically means the disciplining of one's body through self-denial. So we deny ourselves the pleasures of this world that makes us to sin against God. In that way we are led by the Spirit of the Lord. There are some things in our life, hear me saints, there are some things in our lives that we cannot bring from 2022 into 2023. 
We must relegate those things into the icon box of being the departed. It is dead. I'm not dealing with it anymore. Because those are the things that's keeping me away from Christ. The church. Not, 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 not um, particularly the local congregation. But when I talk about the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Or what is labeled as the church. Because I believe there are some churches that cannot be part of the body of Christ. They are the false church. But I'm talking about the body of Christ. The true church. Has become like this movie. The Departed. Now, if some of you lost me in the story plot, I was also lost halfway in that movie. I had to rewind, come back, look at it, who's the bad guy, who's the, the good guy. Sometimes in the house of the Lord, we have undercover agents. Our undercover agents of the flesh. And we fire shots below the belt to those who are walking in the spirit. Need to almost say that they will let Bible, Bible, what is your premises that you base your life on as a believer if it's not the word of God? We cannot base our life on philosophy, on politics, on any other innuendos. We base our lives upon the word of God. Because the word of God is quick, it's alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than a double-edged sword. The Spirit of the Lord will lead you to the Word of God. Jesus says in the Bible that the Spirit, the Comforter that will come, will remind you of the words that I spoke. The Spirit will always lead you to the Word. The Spirit won't lead you out of the Word to do something that Christ Jesus has not done. But we fire shots behind the scenes. We are undercover agents because there are some friends, some people, some things that are in your life that you cannot respect anymore because of the things that they do in their lives. I'm going to explain that to you. We respect all people. All people we respect. But we do not respect all beliefs. We do not respect all philosophies. We do not Respect all religions. Because some of the religions would just say that your Christ was never crucified for you. Some of those religions will say that your Christ was never raised out of the grave. Some religions will say he's just a prophet or a teacher. So we cannot respect a lie. So if one of your friends confront you with something that you ought to do. Which is not right in the sight of God. You cannot go with it. You have to relegate that to the icon box, the departed. Now, Kevin, um, God loves the sinner, but he hates the sin. Go with me to Psalm 5. Let's debunk that. Where in the Bible has that been stated? You see, we love slogans. And we like to repeat things people are repeating, but we do not understand what is written in the word. Now, I might say this to you and confess to you, what I'm about to read to you, I didn't write it, it is in the Bible. So it's in the Bible, we got to talk about it. Amen? Amen? God loves the sinner, but he hates the son. Okay, Psalm 5. Let's go from verse 
4 to 6. For thou art not a God that has pleasure in wickedness. I will repeat that. For you are not a God, or thou art not a God that has pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with you or with thee. Verse 5. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Ooh, here it comes. Thou hates all workers of iniquity. What does it say? God hates all workers of iniquity. But, but God loves the sinner. And he hates the sin. You hate all workers of iniquity. So when you are in sin, and you live in sin, that verse applies. But we quote things that are not in the Bible. I think it is time that we go back to what the word of God is saying to us. Not the world, not Kevin, but what the Bible says to you. Verse 6. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing. Let me, let me explain to you what leasing is. Leasing is a term that the King James Bible uses as a way of speaking that is filled with corruption with the hook. So I'm saying something to you, but I mean something else. It's like sarcasm, but with the intent for you to do something wrong. So I'm leasing this word to you. I'm renting it out to you, but I actually want payback for something that you did to me. That is speaking leasing. It says, you will destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. I did not write this. This is in the Bible. And many a times we stop at quoting, so, 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 so. Now, someone will say to me, ah, but go to John 3 verse 16. Yeah, let's go to John 3 verse 16. I'm just trying to cover up all my tracks. So, Let's see John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that He gave us His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 17. For God sent not His Son into this world to condemn the world but that the world through Him might be saved. Praise the Lord. Let's read verse 18. He that believes on Him is not condemned. But he that believes not. Is condemned already. So we don't go to verse 18. We stop at verse 16 and 17. But we don't understand. If you believe. You are not condemned. But if you believe not. You are already condemned. Because he has not believed. In the name of the only begotten son of God. Our natural state. Is to hate God. Our natural born state is to be an enemy of God. Our natural born way of living is to deviate from the voice of God. And now some would say, okay, um, if I was in the Garden of Eden, I wouldn't have eaten of the fruit. You would. You would. If you were Adam and Eve, you would have eaten. You would have eaten. If you do not know what you know now, you would have eaten. So stop criticizing them and say, it's their fault. No, you would have eaten worse. And then blame the snake. So there are some friendship circles that you have to decide on. There are some influences that you have to decide on. There are some things that cannot walk with you anymore in 2023. 
So you have to decide on that situation today. The reason why that movie is called Departed, like I said, all the main characters die. After they gain this whole world and the status and the best FBI agent, they all die. The best captain, he died. The best mafia, he died. So I want to ask you this question as a means of introspection. You don't have to answer it now. What is your most valuable possession? What is your most valuable possession? At times after we have attained that possession, we still feel unfulfilled. We still feel like, oh, there's more, there's, you know, I've got this now, what now? You know why this happens? Because Christ is all that we actually need. He's all that we need. Go with me to Luke 19 verse 4, please. I just have to be obedient to what the Lord has instructed me to do. So now in 2023, don't be amazed when Jesus uses non-human objects. At times what we do when we, when we encounter a project or we want to do something for the Lord, we first look at people to be there and to assist us. We first look at a crowd to see, okay, there's 50 people, there's 100 people that can support me and what I want to do for the Lord. But in 2023, the Lord will use non-human objects to bring you closer to him look at Zacchaeus and he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him for he was to pass that way the crowd could not help him because inside of Zacchaeus he knew that the crowd he tried to move past the crowd they could not help him but a non-human object helped him a tree a wild Fig tree, a tree that grew, a tree that many people passed by, how many days, how many months, how many years. But yet this is the thing that the Lord uses to move people closer to Him. Non-human objects. He spoke to Moses through a burning bush. Gideon, when he took out the fleece, it was a non-human object. God uses these things to bring us closer to Him. Don't get frustrated with people. Don't get frustrated if the crowd are not there. Because He will use the insignificant things to bring you closer to Him. Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was a rich man. But his money could not bring him closer to see Jesus. An old wild fig tree helped him. To bring him closer to Christ. And this rings through what the psalm writer says. Our help comes from people. No, from the Lord. So our help doesn't come from the ANC. We have seen what they do. Our help doesn't come from the EFF. We see what they do. Even the ACDP, I know some of you might criticize me, but it's a Christian party. They cannot even stand up for what is in the Bible. When the ANC says live in parliament, the ANC is my shepherd. Then the ACDP clap hands. Beautiful. No, we have to return back to the word of God. A political party is not our God. 
Sorry, sorry. You're a group. Some people enter the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. They have not committed their lives to Christ. But in their psyche or in their mind, they believe that they are saved. They believe that they are saved. They come into the service, and I'm not disputing, come to the house of the Lord, it's free for everyone. But at a point in your life, you have to confess with your mouth. You have to believe in your heart that He is the Christ. That He died for you. And that He was risen on the third day. And when you call upon His name, you will be saved. Some enter into the corridors of the house of the Lord. And in their mind, they really think they are saved. Because we as the believers, we allow it. Another secret agent to fester. In our midst. Some of us as believers. Working in the secular world. Think we ought to act. Like the secular world. In order for us to achieve something. You cannot bring. A carnal solution. To a spiritual problem. I do not know where you were. I do not know where you were. But you have to be led. By the spirit. In those areas. That is relegated as the departed. You cannot be a believer and you speak like the one. Nee, no, we don't no, we don't do that. We are peacemakers. We are peacemakers. Because peacemakers will be called children of God. But we need to depart from certain things in our lives. Proverbs 3, verse 7, you don't have to go there. It says we must depart from evil. So now some saints whoa, whoa, love horror movies. They love it. They love thrillers. They love those things that people are swearing and killing each other. All this. Now I'm asking myself this question. When you watch a horror movie, what does it breed? It breeds fear. Who watches a horror movie and they're not scared? Why? They, your heart will jolt. You can say you're not scared. But there's a point in the movie that you get scared. Fear. So you watch a horror movie. Did you ever ask yourself... Where does the producer and the director get their inspiration from? To create creatures that you have never seen with your human eyes before. They must go to a very dark place to produce that movie. Yet, we watch it, we consume it, we eat it, and we go over and over against it. And, and now the Bible says we must depart from evil. Let's start there with what we watch, what we consume. We should leave those things behind as saints. They can't suffer afraid horror movies and you think you can come to the house of the Lord and be delivered. Those are opening portals for those things to attach themselves to you. You cannot watch what the world is watching and listen what the world is watching and expect to be led by the Spirit. The Bible says in Proverbs 14 verse 27, The fear of the Lord is the fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. The worldly system has been designed as a snare of death to the believer. 
They want to kill us. They want to kill your belief in God. They want to destroy your faith in the Lord. They will try everything in their power to get you to do the things that they want to do. They will even pay you to do the things that they want you to do. Now, 2 Timothy 2 verse 19 says the following. We should, the, the Bible says, nevertheless, nevertheless the foundation of God being swayed in the zeal, the Lord knows them that are His, and let everyone that names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Iniquity is a willingness to rebel against God. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to highlight certain things to you, and I'm going to put it in the category of being the departed. And then we're going to go over to Luke 5 verse 1, and then we'll conclude. So these are the things... They are categorized as the departed, as that movie. Secret agents, but not really for God. Islam is relegated to the departed. Saints, in a few weeks from now, or a month or so from now, I will launch a series where the Lord has been speaking to me about the religion of Islam. But I won't highlight that now. But let me explain to you something very, 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 very small that I believe in. They believe... That Allah has got a right hand. He's got three eyes. He's beardless. He's white of complexion. And he's got one leg. Does your God... Yes, what? Does your God look like that? So how can we say that Islam serves the same God as us? The Quran states when you see a Christian and a Jew... You must decapitate them. Does our Bible say that? They have been relegated as the departed. I don't care if they fast for 40 days. I don't care if they, if they pray five times a day. I don't care if they give money to the poor. When they do not serve the Lord Jesus Christ, they are dead. And we cannot equate this type of inequity with us as believers. Some of us might have family members that are Muslim. Some of us might have friends that are Muslim. But we cannot agree with their belief system. E-L-B-G-T-Q-R-S-I plus and all. That ideology is in the departed. We cannot agree to same-sex marriages in the church. From the beginning, God made them male and female. Whoa! Human rights council. You can take me. This is what the Bible says. In the beginning, there was male and there was female. Point blank. We must stop agreeing with what the world is agreeing with. You cannot marry a man and a man or a woman and a woman. They are in a state of being departed if they do not follow Christ. No women. No men. No man. Natural law even shows us that a man and a man cannot have a baby. Natural, that's, that's not even going into the scriptures. Natural law. Biology. This thing of men becoming women is an abomination in the sight of God. And we cannot agree with it because it's not biblical. Because they are regulated in a state of being the departed. 
Lukewarm Christians are in a state of being departed because God will spit them out. You know, you cannot be here, pitch here, but then you're there. Lukewarmness will bring you to a state of death eventually. Liberal Christianity. No, like we said, no, God loves the sinner. But just come in the way that you are. Yes, if you are a sinner, come in the way that you are. But don't stay the way that you are. You have to have an encounter with this Christ. You have to have an encounter with the Lord of Lords. This word seems so hard and it seems so degrading. And it seems so, yo, can I give me a word of five blessings in a curry? But we need to talk about these things. Because these are the things that we have been confronted with as believers. We are confronted daily to compromise. Why must we only compromise? Why is it when there's a staff party at our workplaces, then they do what they want to do? But as soon as you want to open up in prayer, they want to tell you, don't become religious. But you are forcing. You're drinking, you're partying, you want to force it on me. But once I open the Bible, then you want to talk about Bible blessing, or don't put the Bible down my throat. I'll put it down your throat. I'll put it down your throat. Because this is what I believe in. This is who I am. I cannot compromise for your nice time. You know what is weird? I never went to one of those parties. And I got messages back. They said to me, you spoiled our day because you weren't there. And it's like, ah! I told you, I don't attend things like that in my private life. So why would I attend a function like that when I'm with other people? No! I cannot compromise. More and more, I see you on my app on Facebook. And the music is not on. Maybe it's going to be something funny. I've got a medical problem. I've got a medical problem. Don't laugh. Sometimes I'll be a bit funny. Then it's just that at that moment that I'm grabbing the coat. And then the music, you know people can edit these things. Then you see me, there with the music. Yes. So we must hold our testimony very high. You will defeat the evil one by the blood of the Lamb and by the power of your testimony. Hold your testimony. Don't let go of your testimony. I testimony of truth. Witness saves lives. A true testimony. I think at times, saints, we really don't understand how holy God is. He is holy. There's one thing before I go to the text this morning that is a missing virtue in the church is humility. Humility is missing because it's a Kevin show. Ek wil alles control. Of as jy nie doen wat ek wil sien, as jy kwaad. It's all about me. The world has allowed the Christian church to be like this. Humility is the one virtue that is disappearing. The Bible says God will resist the proud. But unto the humble, He will give grace. Pride comes before I fall. And honor before humility. Humility is there. Humility must be the paramount virtue that we live by. If you still feel a bit of yourself there, ask the Lord, Lord, humble me. 
Let me be humble. Because no one in this day and age wants to be humble. No one. Het ons sien wat dit doen. Ha! Hulle ken nie van my nie. Hulle ken nie van my nie. Hulle weet nie wie ek is sien. Ha! They don't know me. They don't see my chappies, huh? They don't know the capacity. They don't know the crowd that I move with. Do they know I have a platform? Huh? I've got, okay, now, saints, I just need to tell you this. I've got 61 followers on YouTube, eh? 61. Huh? So, so what will pride do? I take two followers. It's got some pride. What does this world become to? Where followers becomes this thing. Then you even, if, if you've got a thousand for me, I can't speak to you. But steal my clout. What is happening in this world? We live in a mix of world that does not matter in the end. It is a world that is filming with nonsense. But Peter understood something. Peter understood something. Peter said to the Lord, after that he seen this miracle, after that he seen all the fish coming, Peter understood something about who is standing here before him. And he in his state said, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Peter understood that in Judges chapter 13, when the parents of Samson was confronted by the angel of the Lord, in verse 22, the father of Samson said, we will surely die because we have seen the face of the Lord. They knew that they encountered holiness and their state inside of them is not in a right state to be confronted with holiness. Whenever you are confronted with the presence of the Lord, what you ought to do is to say, Lord, don't even come close to me. I know what I done last week. I know what I did yesterday. I know what I did on my phone. I know there's still some half-naked people on my phone. There's some things that I'm not supposed to have on my phone. But still we bring the phone into the church. We hide as a secret agent with things that are on the internet. And we think we can be led by the Spirit of God when some of those things are still in our browser. The same phone that you use to read your Bible you also use for other things that does not glorify God and we think we can be led by the spirit if you come like a secret agent hiding nothing is hidden by the Lord everything you can hide it from me it's fine I'm a human you can hide it from your brother and sister but you cannot hide it from him so Samson's father understood he has seen the face of God. He can die at this moment because of his state. Peter understood. Depart from me. For I am a sinful man. That humility. Where is our reverence for God? What happened to our reverence for God? We want to be led by the Spirit without having a fear of God. Why is it that a person can come into this place surrounded by believers, surrounded by those who can tread on deadly snakes and scorpions, surrounded by those who can drink deadly fluids and it will not harm them, surrounded by them that has the hope of glory in them, surrounded by them 
that walk in the spirit and remain unchanged. You know why? Because sometimes we postpone. We postpone holiness. I'm going tomorrow. We are under the illusion that we will live forever. No. Not saying you're going to pass away tomorrow. But we are under the illusion that we've got 30 days left. 20 days left. One day left. We ought to do what the Lord instructs us to do today. Peter said, depart from me. I'm a sinful man. I am seeing the face of God before me. I am seeing the incarnated Christ. The one who speaks this world into existence. I cannot handle His holiness. He reminds me of what happened in 1 Samuel 6 verse 20. When the men of Bethsaida said, Who is able to stand before the Holy Lord God? And to whom shall he go up for us? What happened? These people were toying with the glory of God. The Philistines were toying with the Ark of the Covenant where the glory of God reside and God smite them. And because of that, they had reverence for God. But Peter says, depart from me for I am a sinful man. Peter experienced the presence, the glory of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. So saints, I want to reiterate this. That movie, Departed, are filled with mixed identities. Are filled with death occurring daily. But as a child of God, you have no mixed identity. You know who you are in Christ. You know who your Savior is. You know that the power that is vested in you. Saints, I want to encourage you today. If only you would use the power that Christ has given unto you. You will see your family change. You will see your situation change. You will see every area of your life be aligned to the purposes of God. Many saints are complaining about their situation and not praying and not fasting and not seeking the face of God and not saying to the Lord, I'm not letting go until you change the situation for me. I'm declaring today in a congregation of the saints that me, Kevin Julius, I'm a sinful man, but I want to be led by the Spirit of God. I want to be led by Him. And when confronted with His holiness, I don't want to stand up straight like this. You know the presence of the Lord was here. And I saw you worship. It was such a beautiful sight. Oh, when I stood up here, I briefly opened my eyes because I wanted to worship. But when I looked at you, I realized that the Lord was standing next to you. And some of you might enter into a war in 2023. But as you worship, those chains, those shackles, that things that is trying to destroy you were breaking in the spirit. If the enemy wants one thing of you, he will try to steal your worship. But the Father seeks those who can worship Him in spirit and in truth. Don't stop worshiping Him. People think you are crazy. Don't stop praising His name.
And don't stop putting your... The Bible says in Isaiah, He will keep you in constant peace whose mind is stayed on Him. Why do we lack peace? Because our mind is not on Christ. Saints, this morning, I want to ask you, if you want to be included in this prayer, if you are tired of not experiencing the glory of God in your life. If you really want to be included in this prayer, I pray that you would stand this morning so the Lord might touch